Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, when you've been through a breakup and all you want is to love and be loved, but suddenly everything seems meaningless and pointless. This question has been edited for length. Dear Viv, I need help. I feel like I'm cracking up or I've turned into another person. Usually having a pint or two makes me feel nice and happy, but today it's made me feel more mental and I'm not quite sure why, but it's scary. I split up with my boyfriend nearly two years ago and I haven't been right since. First I was sad and couldn't stop crying, but now I'm just a horrible, bitter cow and that's worse. Apparently, I have low self-esteem. I had counselling last year on the NHS, which I guess is obvious from the last sentence. I hate myself and I hate my life, even though I have a job people dream of and even though I don't do enough to change it. I hate my social life because it's changed and I want everyone to be single and childless again. I hate the world too and watching the news often turns me into a screaming rage because everything seems so hopeless and unfair. I'm dreading going to my friends tonight because I fear she might tell me she's engaged or pregnant and I don't want her to be and I'm scared how I'll react, which is horrible and selfish. I get into rages with my best friend too, in my head, I never say it out loud, because I think she's shit and doesn't help me, but I know she doesn't know what to say when I'm negative. I started seeing someone a few months ago. I had to make myself date again because I have very negative feelings towards me ever meeting someone or at least it ever lasting. And it started out really well, but he's gone more and more silent. My mood is so much more angry and more often low than not since then. But I want to meet someone. I want to be happy. I want to love and be loved. But I feel I can't be ever. You have to be happy and love yourself to be loved, right? I thought about getting counselling again and had an assessment with a private counsellor, but I pulled out because it was a weird setup in her living room with a sheet hiding half the room. And I'm not sure if I should have cognitive behavioural therapy to stop my negative mind or maybe talking therapy. I just want to feel normal and not angry and hurt and bitter and twisted. I know there's nothing wrong with my life. I feel guilty when I watch programmes about people with awful lives and it briefly stops me feeling like this 
But then I slip back and I feel I'm slipping further and further and wasting my life. More time is running out where I'm staying in the same job and living the same meaningless life and I don't know how to stop it. I don't even really want to do the things I used to love, like travelling. I negotiated a sabbatical with work, but I can't even get excited about taking it. It feels pointless. I don't even know why I'm writing this. Probably because I had a pint and a half at lunch and it's stopping me from crying at my desk. You'll probably tell me to get counselling. I just want someone to care. Sorry for the rant and thanks in advance. Wow, dearest lovely ranter, let's just calm right down here and take a moment to breathe. First of all, let me tell you something that has nothing to do with your circumstances and your letter. I have felt how you feel in this letter. I've had a pint or two, probably even of something pathetic like Shandy, and felt like I've taken a heroin overdose and that everything is out of control and I just can't go on. I defy anyone to say honestly that they haven't experienced a lot of the feelings that you express in your letter. We've all felt broken. We've all felt lost. We've all felt like setting fire to the office, starting with the stupid photocopier. And we've all had moments of really hating the world, but most of all, hating ourselves more than anything. So in some ways, that is the good news, dear Ranter. You are a person with feelings. Welcome to the human race. My point is, you're not alone and other people have been in this hole and they've crawled out of it too. I have been in that hole when I split up with a boyfriend years and years ago. I think I've talked about him here before. He's the one who said, as he split up with me after a relationship I thought was about to result in an engagement, I don't think I've ever loved you. This is also, by the way, a line in When Harry Met Sally. It's what Harry's ex, Helen, says to him when they break up. Harry tells Jess about it just before they do the Mexican wave at the ball game. I have to say it's much better hearing this line in When Harry Met Sally, a fictional film, than it is to hear it in real life. All this goes to say that I'm glad you wrote in. I understand what you're saying. And I really hope that the act of writing this all down has helped you. Maybe you should even write something like this every day just to get all of this mess out of your head and away from the inside of you. You're carrying all this on the inside. You just need to push it all out of you. All this stuff is going on inside your head. And by listening to it and not finding a way to rid yourself of it, it's only getting worse. What you need to do is stop, slow down and break things down. What is the real problem here? What is at the heart of all of this? For me, this sentence you write is key. More time is running out where I'm staying in the same job and living the same meaningless life and I don't know how to stop it. More time is running out. I don't know how to stop it. This is about control for you. You feel out of control and you wish that you were in control. But control is an illusion in our lives. You're not out of control. Things just seem very negative to you because you're depressed, I think. This is a perception. It will pass. Similarly, being in control is an illusion too. Life can always intervene and surprise us and take the control away from us again. 
None of us know how to stop things from happening or how to stop time. And yes, it might seem to you as if time is running out. But in fact, we all have all the time in the world. I'm going to say it again. Please stop for a minute and breathe and just allow yourself to sit in silence and peace. What you can be in control of in life is how much power and meaning you give to the negative feelings you're experiencing. Right now, you're letting them mean everything to you. But what if you started to think of them like the weather? Sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it rains. Sometimes there's a thunderstorm on the day when you have just had a very expensive haircut. Is there any point in getting stressed and crying about the weather? No, of course there isn't. You say, I'll probably tell you to get counselling. Too damn right I will. Go and have a look on the Welldoing website, which I often recommend here. They recommend therapists. It's very bad luck that you landed with a therapist who had a sheet for a room divider, bless them. But don't let bad luck ruin your perception of therapy. It's a lifesaver. So if you can face it, give proper therapy a go. You sound as if you love to talk and you have a lot to say. This will be a good place to get it all out in the open. If you have a good therapist, they will introduce CBT anyway, as in cognitive behavioural therapy, if it's right for you. So don't get stressed about choosing what kind of therapy you need. Just try a few times to find someone you can click with. That person is definitely out there. What do I think has happened here? I think maybe you've had a delayed reaction to this breakup two years ago. Either that has morphed into depressive feelings or the depressive feelings have grown out of your reaction to that rejection. But there are so many signs of hope in your letter. You know you have a good job. You know there are positives to your work. You know that your negative feelings and your bad moods are out of character. They happen to you sometimes. They happen to all of us. But they do not define who you really are. You will get yourself back. You will find someone to love. You will feel happy again. I want you to try really hard to start looking for evidence that your life is not as bad as you're sometimes telling yourself. Stop worrying about feeling guilty about not appreciating your life enough and start making some lists Oprah Winfrey would be proud of. What are you grateful for today? Start small. You drank enough water today. You ate a really nice apple. One of your colleagues made you coffee. You didn't set the photocopier on fire. Force yourself to make a list of 10 things you are grateful for every day, even if you have to get really desperate in what you list. I have been at such a low point before in life that when I've done a gratitude list to get over it, I've written, my friend made me some toast. Just give this kind of list a go and see if it helps you. I'm sorry you're feeling so rough about your friends, by the way. I don't think, though, that it is a genuine expression of how you feel about them. I think it's the depression talking. Of course, you are looking at other people's lives and resenting them at the moment. But we all do that when we're feeling down. It's not a reflection of who we really are or of what those relationships mean to us. Can you take a break and spend some time with some people you haven't seen for a while just to switch it up a bit? Can you go and spend some time with your family? I think you just need to break the cycle, get out of the rut, change your surroundings. 
You mentioned travelling and that you have a potential sabbatical coming up, but can't quite see the point of it. Again, this is not you talking. It's your sadness and fear. Dig around for some ideas. Imagine what it would feel like if you did feel like travelling. Is there something that you could do travel-wise that would help your state of mind? A yoga retreat, a really pampering weekend away somewhere. If you have the time and the money, it sounds to me that the one thing you could really do with is a break. At the heart of your letter is something you do express, but you almost try to hide as well. An almost desperate need to love and be loved. This will happen for you and you will feel normal again. I don't care how much of a cliche it is for me to say this. You already hinted at it. You need to start by loving yourself. It's not good enough to say, I hate myself and I hate my life. Hating yourself is an action and you can stop that action. Do it consciously. Make yourself a promise to try and turn down that hate as much as you can. I know it's not easy. We've all done it. You can't turn off self-loathing just by deciding to do it. It's the work of a lifetime. But you can take steps and you can constantly remind yourself to stop playing that self-loathing tape in your head. In my experience, it also really helps to find something outside of yourself. Can you volunteer for something? Join a choir, sign up with one of those dog walking services, become part of one of those befriend an old person schemes. Again, I know this stuff is massively cliched, but cliches exist for a reason. They generally hold a truth. And doing things for other people gives you purpose in life and makes you feel useful and needed. Life is not just about having a job and having a boyfriend. There is so much more out there. I know you can find it. Meanwhile, please, for my sake, lay off the sherbets for now. You say yourself that one or two drinks are not having the effect you hoped for before. Find some solace as well in a gratitude list. Book a weekend away. Book in some appointments with a few different therapists to try out. Believe in yourself. I know you can do this. Things will change. They always change. This is not forever. Cut yourself some slack. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon. And sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.